The college football experience, Yukon Huskies 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, yeah, score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize up for grabs. Uh, join today, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Rasa brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get a, uh, to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Once again, that's promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. Yes, kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the co- the promo code DGEN D E G E N. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code DGEN. That's D E G E N. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. It is a good time to be a UConn fan. You just win the national championship in basketball uh, for your fifth national championship in 25 years. And also, Jim Mora comes to your football program and takes you bowling in year one. Uh, talk about as an independent where you have to schedule pretty much harder. And with your starting quarterback, Jacon Roberson, tearing his ACL or, or whatever injury it was that left him out for the year. Uh, occurred in the second quarter of the first game of the season. Phenomenal job, even though you went six and seven, lost the bowl game. But what a great first year for Jim Mora, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, it's uh, hopefully you're watching on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash The College Experience, um, because yes, this is the College Football Experience. We're breaking down the Huskies' 2023 season, and I'm very optimistic about the future of UConn football. Uh, and look, you're probably wondering who the hell are, are you listening to? Well, that's fair. My name is Colby swinging dead to base dead, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Oh, yeah. What a great first year. Jim Moore, friend of the program, Jim Moore. What am I talking about? Should I give us a little love? Should I give us a little Jim Moore love? Uh... Look, this is a program, whether it's Skip Holtz, whether it's Randy Edsel, especially the first time, there is a ton of potential here. And I'm eager to see what Jim Mora can do. Uh, friend of the program. Jim's been on the show before. Great guy. 
and what a great first season and really a good football coach. Thought he got a raw deal at UCLA in a way. You look at at Jim's career. Uh, he played defensive back for, you know, the Washington Huskies and his father, obviously Jim Moore, who, who uh, coached. Uh, you know, this, I, I think most famously people know him from the Saints and the Colts, but uh, I, I know him also from the, his USFL days, Philadelphia Stars, Baltimore Stars, and uh, coached for a lot of great coaches and just just a football guy. Playoffs. Um, but no, Jim's had a very good career. You look at his history. I know he was a GA at Washington. Then he went to work for the San Diego chargers uh, in the eighties. Then his father uh, with the saints uh, in the early nineties. And then he was with the San Francisco 49ers. I think what Steve Mariucci years. Uh, and then uh, he became the head coach of the Falcons, took them to the NFC championship. Then he was with the Seahawks for just one year as a, as the head coach. And then he went to UCLA and, and, you know, what's crazy is, you know, everyone's talking to chip Kelly and he's doing a good job at UCLA, but chip Kelly yet to have a uh, 10 win season. He had one nine win season, but guess what? Jim Mora had not had a nine win season at UCLA. And he also had two 10 win seasons. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens here. Great first year though. Six and seven. I think he's a very good coach and uh, I'm excited to see what he can do here. Uh, at at UConn here, we're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk about the offense, the defense, the special teams, what UConn did in the transfer portal. Perhaps you know it's, we got to grade that because transfer portal is crazy in college football in 2023. Also, um, you know, uh, we're going to go game by game on the schedule and try to try to foresee how UConn will look in 2023. Uh, also, we'll have Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour stop by to talk about his experiences to the ranch to get twisted. Yeah. To catch a Yukon football game. Uh, we're going to talk all about that good stuff. And, uh, but yeah, I think it's a fantastic hire. I thought it was a slam dunk hire a year ago. And I think this program has got a bright future. And I know there's speculation. The big 12 could come calling and your mark said, nah, maybe not right now, but maybe down the road. I think UConn's going to find itself. And people were, were questioning saying they should stay in the big East basketball. Look, I love them in the big East basketball. I host the college basketball show, by the way, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Cause we talk college hoops every single night of the season. When the season starts, we already got off season episodes out preseason episodes coming right around the corner. But uh, I love UConn and the biggies, but at the same time, it was a no brainer for me to jump to the big 12 if, if offered. And I still think if that offer comes, you got to take it. UConn is more the, like they are sure they're a basketball school, but football I don't like the, 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 the labels football is the driving force behind the ecosystem of college athletics. Uh, Duke basketball is phenomenal, but there's talk. If the ACC and this grant of rights thing doesn't work out, they could be left out to join. I don't know. Maybe the big East, but uh, I think there's room. Uh, UConn also has a good baseball program. Those three can make money baseball. Okay. Maybe just a tiny bit, right? But football and basketball football can make a ton of money. And UConn had a blueprint. I think people forget that it was just, it was not that long ago that UConn was having a lot of success in the big East. They went to, to four straight bowls, you know, from 2007 to 2010, they went nine and four, eight and five, eight and five, eight and five, you know, played in the fiesta bowl. Um, They beat Notre Dame. All right. I mean, they have, they can do this. There's a blueprint for that. Northeast football. There's not, they're just, it's there for the taking in my opinion. 
Boston College in Syracuse hasn't put a strong enough emphasis into football. And I think they're going to be forced to, or they're going to end up in the Conference USA eventually. But if you don't, like the, it, this area produces talent, right? And when the NIL era now, where you can connect that to businesses, to me, it's a sleeping giant job. You know, whether UConn, uh, anyone to, to emerge out of the Northeast to me is a no brainer, but UConn specifically with the access to, you know, they're the only school in the state that plays FBS football. They're close to New York city. There's a lot to sell about UConn in my opinion. So you get an NIL collective going there, uh, which I know they have and their basketball success. Fantastic. And their baseball program's good. So this is a no brainer to me. Whether that you know, and and when you when the when if the these these elites cut off the rest of college football, which hopefully never happens, but I think UConn should be sitting in a nice place. I think they have a bright bright future, and I watch out for what Jim Mora can do. I think it was a great hire, and I'm so excited to see the future. We're gonna talk about the future though, the future as in 2023. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience, UConn Huskies 2023 season preview episode. It's brought to you by Game Time. Yes. Uh, look, buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. It's happened to all of us, though, right? You figured, like, uh, you know, I'll get the tickets at the game. Get the tickets, uh, whatever it is. Could be going to see Star Wars or some shit. I don't know, right? Uh, but it's happened. You've been there where you d- it didn't work out, right? Well, you're right. It shouldn't be that stressful. And Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for the fun that you'll be having. Actually, a perfect uh, Book of Mormon was one that I I just thought oh, I'd be able to get one at the at the window. Whew, that was a mistake. Fucking ended up having to pl- pay a lot more when I went and checked that out. But um, uh, perfect example there. So forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always have the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Gotta love that. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app. Create an account and use the promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply. Uh, create that account, redeem that code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes, uh, look, you've waited all year long, and the time has finally arrived. Oh yeah. College football is back, baby, and so are the traditions, the tailgates, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when they just bet, uh, you know, five dollars on any college football bet. Yes, look, I like the over on that USC uh, San Jose State Week One matchup. I know we got the rolling clock, the rule change. Don't worry about it. Take the over. Uh, I think it's sixty-three and a half. Last I saw. Uh, so kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use that promo code DGEN. That's D E G E N. New customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when they bet just five dollars on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code DGEN. 
Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler in New York. Call eight eight or I'm sorry, call eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY. Uh, in West Virginia, visit www gambler net in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. All games regulated by West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for get problem uh, with problem with gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccp.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 or, 21 or older in most eligible eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire within seven days after issuance. Uh eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at, at, at sportsbook.com. Sorry, I'm sorry, sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. And we're back. That's a read. That's a read right there. I can't read. All right. I'm like over here, dumb and dumber. Taha, taha. Uh, folks, let's talk a little bit about UConn football. Um, let's let's grade the portal. You have to grade the portal these days in college football because if you're not, it's such a huge tool or huge element of football. It's, okay, if you're the service academies, you don't really need to talk transfer portal. Um, Clemson, strangely, Dabo Sweeney doesn't believe in it, but players leave. So you still got to talk about it. Um, let's, let's talk about what's happening at UConn departing the university of Connecticut safety, Derek Spearman. He heads out in the portal. Hasn't landed anywhere yet. According to 24 seven sports, uh, they did lose cornerback miles bell to the Marshall thundering herd. They also lost wide receiver, Nigel Fitzgerald to the portal. Uh, Wide receiver Aaron Turner went to the Cincinnati Bearcats and Scott Satterfield. Uh, quarterback Tyler Fomachikan uh, also hit the portal. Uh, wide receiver Keelan Marlin. This is, uh, I'm sorry, Keelan Marion. Uh, this is a big one here heading out to UConn. I'm sorry, heading from UConn to BYU. Uh, wide receiver Ethan Williams also hit the portal. Uh, this one here, Nathan Carter, who's been such a stud running back for Yukon over the years. He heads out to Michigan state and Mel Tucker. Uh, so that is, that is a tough loss there. Um, also wide receiver Darius Bush heads to Georgia state and Sean Elliott uh, and running back William Knight also hit the port. Well, that was actually late last season, but uh, yeah, that's what they lost incoming. So, I mean, they, they, they lost some Carter, the wide out decent hits. Well, let's talk about what Jim Moore was able to bring in here. And uh, I think, I think you should be optimistic because cornerback uh, Mumu bin Wahad from West Virginia transfers in linebacker, Eric Gilliard from the Kansas Jayhawks. Look, Eric Gilliard started for the Jayhawks. So I mean, also started for UCF previously. That's a nice get for this defense uh, running back Jalen Mitchell from Louisville. I really like that get as well. Uh, Michigan tight end. Luis Hansen. Look, Michigan keeps good tight ends. That's a gigantic get right there. Uh, also got uh, New Mexico wide receiver Jordan Porter going over from the Lobos. Uh, Washington Huskies, who were off of uh, fresh off of what a 10, 10 or 11 win season. Cornerback Zachary Spears comes in. Nice get there. 
Uh, Delaware linebacker Noah Plack, who was a stud on the on the Blue Hens a year ago, he transfers in. And keep an eye on the, this one here, Maine quarterback Joe Fagnano. Now, the reason why I, I said keep an eye on that one is because offensive coordinator Nick Charlton, who enters year two at UConn, is the former head coach of Maine, where he coached uh, and the OC of Maine. Uh, he coached Joe Fagnano, so getting a super experienced quarterback there. Uh, Richmond defensive tackle Ray Eldridge, also the Spiders FCS playoff team a year ago, lost in Sacramento to Sacramento State in a in a classic. Uh, Washington State cornerback and Washington State had a good defense. Jake Dicker, Armani Archie coming in to UConn, uh, and TCU quarterback Alexander Honig coming in. TCU obviously went to the national championship a year ago. Illinois defensive lineman Rashawn Wilkins. Okay, Illinois got one of the best defensive lines in college football. So we love that get. And that is what they did in the portal. I would say, if it was up to me, I would say they certainly won the portal despite losing Nathan Carter, who we would say is a key loss. I would also say losing Marion Hurt, too. But overall, and maybe Aaron Turner as well. So I think they did a good job in the portal. I think they won the transfer portal. I thought they built depth. Uh, which is something that uh, has has been an issue for them. So uh, let's talk about this team on offense a year ago. Well, they lost their starting quarterback in what the second quarter of week zero. So their starting quarterback for former four-star transfer, Taquan Roberson who transferred in from Penn state. I think it was beginning like mid second quarter. It looked like UConn was about to upset Utah state and uh, Roberson looked like towards ACL. I think it was. And he's out for the year. And I right then I was like, the under's gonna cash on Jim Mora and UConn. But no, that is that is why this team really did a great job. And and Jim Mora did a great job. Um, so they 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 rose to the occasion and made a bowl game. Fantastic. Um, but yes, this offense a year ago, 116th in scoring offense, 33rd in rush offense, 126 in passing offense. That's what normally happens when you have a quarterback go down. 123rd in total offense. You got to get better there. No, that's a, that's a no brainer, but I think there's opportunity. There's a a lot of opportunity to get better. Let's talk about it for a second here because uh, well, first off they return a ton. All right. And it's going to be fascinating to watch. Um, Obviously Roberson was able to red shirt last year, right? Um, So he's still a sophomore, but I don't know that he's going to start. I think Fagnano, who comes in as a grad transfer, he's played a ton, uh, 25 starts in his career, is going to be the guy with Roberson. You know, he might not even be fully healthy coming off an ACL, but maybe. Um, so you got both those guys. You also have Zion Turner, who started some games and, and, and played well as a uh, freshman for the, for the Huskies. So the quarterback position, and then you bring in the TCU transfer. I feel like there's a lot of depth at the quarterback position all of a sudden now. The running back room, uh, you know, obviously Nathan Carter was was very good. Had a hundred and what I think two just shy of two hundred yards against Utah State. But you know who was really good was uh, Brian Bruton, and he is back. He played in five games a year ago. This guy is a stud. So I don't think that loss hurts as much. And then you add in Jalen Mitchell from Louisville. You still have Devonte Houston and Victor Rosa. I think the running back room is pretty solid right now. The receiving core. Now this one, they took some hits. We're going to see how that works out for them. Uh, Justin Jolly is an H back who's back and they'll get creative with getting him the ball. 
Um, Kevin's Clercius, I think is how you pronounce his name. The wide receiver spot. He's back. He started eight games a season ago. Um, but Cameron Ross is someone they're going to count on. Also Jordan Porter, the New Mexico transfer. This is the area that I would circle as we've got to see development. And obviously the passing game hurt last year, but uh, I can tell you this, the tight end position, Nick Harris, he's back. Um, this is a guy and, and I and actually what Honig, I stand correct. I think Honig is going to be playing tight end, the TCU transfer. So that will be interesting to watch. It'll be something to monitor. Um, but they bring in the Michigan transfer. Let's be honest. I think that's, that's the big one there uh, at the tight end spot. So uh, you got to think if the receiving unit can be a little bit better, but I don't even know if they were bad last year. Sometimes when you, when you just have quarterback injuries, that can be a reason why, you know, essentially the, the, they didn't play well. So look further deeper into that. Uh, you know, we'll see if Fagnano can, can hit those guys. Offensive line returns four or five starters. You gotta love that. Including second team, all AAC right guard, Christian Haynes. So sign me up for that. They also bring in Valentin Sen from the Colorado Buffaloes who started some games there. Uh, kicker, Joe McFadden, who was 15 or 12 of 17 a year ago. He is back. Also no rules is back as well. So they got two capable kickers. Let's talk about the defensive side of the ball where Jim Morris, the defense, remember the defense coordinator left like a week before the season. I thought, I don't know what it was, but uh, so all of a sudden Jim Mora took over and did a damn good job. 61st scoring defense, 92nd run defense. So you want to get better there. Pass defense, 42nd total defense, 69th in the nation. Considering what you walked into, I think that was remarkable. What Mora was able to do uh, and get this. The entire defensive line is back. Yes. Eric Watts had a great season for them a year ago. Seven sacks. He is back. Uh, Del Monte Gordin at the nose guard spot. Same with Jelani Stafford. Uh, this kid was was a former Youngstown State guy, and then Price Yates, who had uh, four and a half sacks, all back. The linebacking core is one you circle, I think, because Jackson Mitchell, who was first team All Independent a year ago, uh, he's back. But you're breaking in the, the, some newcomers here. Uh, Tui uh, Fumina Brown. Sorry if I'm butchering your name, Tui. But uh, he's played in 22 games. He's penciled in to be the starter. But Noah Plaque, the Delaware transfer, who was a stud at Delaware, also penciled in to be a starter. Keep an eye on Gilliard, too, the Kansas transfer. They got more depth now at this position. I think they're better despite them only returning one true starter from uh, last year's team. Um, Plaque started at Delaware, and they're very good. So uh, the secondary. You bring in the kid uh, Bin Wahad from West Virginia. You also bring in Archie from Wazoo. No, I think Archie's penciled to be a backup, but Wahad I think is going to start for them. And then you return everyone else in the secondary: Malcolm Bell, Malik Dixon, Williams, Durante Jones, uh, even Chris Sheeran. So I like, I really like the defensive side of the ball here for Jim Mora. Uh, the punter George Keratin is back. And uh, look, it's a pretty complete football team. Main thing is, will they be able to pass better? Can the receiving core be better? Which I don't know that they were that bad. It might have just been the injuries. And I think you should be optimistic if you're a UConn fan, because I think this team is headed in the right direction, uh, folks. We're gonna go game by game on the schedule, and also we're gonna talk to Michael Barker uh, soon, aka College Football Campus Tour, but. 
Before we get to all that, I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Yes, yeah, sign up for the Patreon to get access uh, to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. Besides the season long contest, we also have weekly contests just for the patrons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, completely ad free and full of behind the scenes stories from SGPN. There's even a Discord channel just for the patrons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling, so do your part and sign up today. slash Patreon. That's slash Patreon. All right, we are back on the college football experience, and oh yeah, I'm excited. And look, I mean, when you're telling me Mora was able to overachieve the way he did in year one, and they're returning 17 starters off that team, I am optimistic. Let's talk about this schedule because week one Thursday night, Brandon Armstrong's reunited with Robert and I, and he's now they're both now at NC State in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, I mean, I feel like this is a sneaky game. NC state has Notre Dame on deck, but I think I favor NC state, but I, I'm, I can't wait to watch that Thursday night game. This Thursday night could, could give us a a great between this Florida, Utah and uh, Minnesota, Nebraska. Also, there's a couple really good FCS games. Uh, Campbell and William and Mary, they just a uh, loaded, loaded college football night. So um, I'll say, Oh, and one, but I would not be shocked if UConn won that game week two, they head to Atlanta center park stadium with Dar- where uh, Dale Murphy used to hit dingers um, take on Georgia state. Georgia state is an up and down team when they're on they're, they're capable of beating anyone Ask Tennessee a couple years ago. Um, but I actually favor UConn to go into Atlanta and get this one done. Could they lose this? Sure. Georgia State's a quality team. I feel like, you know, last year I know that things didn't work out the way that Georgia State wanted to, but traditionally I feel like they're right, they're they're a bowl team, so that's a dangerous game. I'll go one and one though. And then they host Mike McIntyre and FIU. Now Mike McIntyre I think is an underrated coach, but they got rated in the portal. So I think UConn at the wrench gets it done. And then they host the Duke Blue Devils and Mike Elko. Duke won nine games a season ago. If anything, they were only 16 points away from being undefeated. I think you have to favor Duke, but it would not surprise me, especially getting NC State and Duke. Hey, ACC, how about instead of, you know, I know there's talk for Stanford and Cal for some reason to come into the ACC, and perhaps they will. I know Condoleezza Rice is somehow involved in that shit, but and SMU's talking and George, George W. Um, is talking and why not go get Yukon? I don't, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, they're already on the schedule. They play three, uh, three ACC teams this year. I'll take Duke and put them at two and two, but it would not shock me at all for three and one here. Uh, then September 30th, Utah state comes to town. I had a chance to go to mountain West media day and, uh, that was fun. I got the chance to talk to Blake Anderson. I know they lost a lot in the portal, and I feel like this trip, I got to favor UConn. So I'll put UConn there at three and two, out of the out of the month of September slash August thirty first. Uh, then on October seventh, they head to Houston to take on the Rice Owls. Who, who, who will be starting? Thirty uh, five year old senior. I feel like J T. Daniels, former five star recruit from USC, Georgia, West Virginia, and now Rice. Welcome to college football, two thousand twenty three. I still favor UConn here. Do I think this is a losable game? One hundred percent. 
but I still favor UConn here, and that means I have them uh, sitting there at uh, four and four and two uh, at the bye week here. So uh, let's go. The bye week they come out of it. They're hosting South Florida. Alex Galesh, the brand new head coach of the Bulls. I do think this could be sneakier. And, it, and you look and and you know they'll probably lose one that I'm not seeing, but I still think they're. If I had to pick here, I would take UConn to get this done. That would be what? That would be win five for the Huskies. Now they head to Boston College. Now they beat Boston College a year ago, but I think this is obviously in Chestnut Hill. The game could be a lot more interesting. And it starts three straight road games here. I will take them. I'll take this as a loss. So I, I feel like just they're due for a loss, even though I know they beat Boston College a year ago. Certainly capable of winning that game. So that still puts me at uh that puts me at at, at still five wins. The win total, by the way, if you're seeing it here or watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, it's sitting at five. So can they get a six win? Uh, as they head the very next week to Knoxville, Tennessee, to take on Tennessee, the Vols. Uh, no, that should be a loss. And then third straight away game, they headed to Harrisonburg, Virginia, to take on JMU. This is a winnable game to me. Now I'd have to favor JMU, but I think it's a winnable game. So let's say they lose all three road games. I like the remaining schedule: home to Sacred Heart, and then they get you know UMass. I think they're better than both those teams, even though sacred hearts supposed to be better this year, subscribe to the FCS college football experience that I host. But uh, no, I think this is a, you know, let's say they even get bit at rice. I still think you're good. You're good here. Um, I think this is seven and five team. I think it's a seven and five team. I'm on the over in the Yukon Huskies. I think they're bowling again with a chance for an eighth win. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get this. I, this program is the trajectory is in the right direction. I like the over here. I really think they have a shot. Uh, I really think it's high, much more likely. So I think you should go bet this one. This is not like one of the ones where I'm saying, uh, I don't know. Go bet this. I feel like this is a pretty good bet folks. Uh, before I get out of here, cause I'm clearly on the over. Uh, I had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour talk about his experiences to Yukon. So with no further ado, here is that interview. Joining me on the college football experience, Yukon Huskies, 2023 season preview episode is none other than Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour. Yes. On Twitter at CFB campus tour. I like to call him the king of college football stadiums because Michael's been to every single FBS stadium. Yes. 133 different stadiums he's been to. And he's been to a lot of the FCS, a lot of D two D three. He documents all of it on his, on his Twitter account, which is, and that's the only thing they talk about on the Twitter account. You won't see uh, him talking about the new Indiana Jones movie. He'll he, it, it, no, no, it's just all football stadiums. It's fantastic. FB campus tour. And Michael goes to like five, six, seven games a week. So just watching the travel via the Twitter account is, is fantastic. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show, talking a little UConn football and what do they call this now? Rensselaer field, Whitney stadium. I don't know, but how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. You know, we're not going to Indiana Jones movie is more likely going to be the 1992 holiday bowl on YouTube. So, <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, I've, I've been to uh Yukon twice per game. So let's, uh, let's get into the rent. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, I'm looking at some photos right now. I mean, the first photo that pops up on Google looks like a beautiful stadium. They got the sun setting behind it. Uh, tell me about the history of this thing. 
So it's, it's fairly new. It opened in 2003. Uh, the downside is it's lit, uh, located in East Hartford, which is 25 miles from campus, which is in stores. Uh, it was renamed. Uh, it was original name was Rentschler Field, which is why they call it the Rent. In 2015, they named it Pratt and Whitney Stadium, which is an aerospace manufacturer who donated land that is used for the parking lot. Uh, the record crowd they ever had at a game was 42,704 versus Michigan in 2013, and they almost knocked off Michigan 24-21 in the game. I remember that game. I, I definitely remember. For a minute there, UConn had it going. Uh, you know, I remember they beat Notre Dame. Seems like Jim Mora, you know, friend of the program here. He's been on the show. So, you know, I'm, I'm very pro UConn football right now. And uh, look, there's talks, there's rumblings of a big 12 invite. That would be awesome. Maybe even an ACC invite. Cause I, I don't want them just in basketball. I want this football team to come up as Patty C says, Northeast football. I want back on the map and perhaps our best chance might be the Yukon Huskies. How many times have you been here? So I've been there twice, both for the rivalry game versus UMass. Uh, one was in 2018 and one was last year. The 2018 one was um, in the middle of a nor'easter and it was wind sideways, rain sideways. I think it was me and the bands that were there. And, you know, from a comfort level at a game, it was miserable. But from the football junkie, let's be in the elements view of it, it was spectacular. I loved it. And then last year, it was funny on Twitter. There was two Friday night games. It was Boston College and UConn. And I put a Twitter poll out there and I said, where do you want me to go? Because, you know, same airport, same everything. And so fans voted for me to go to UConn over Boston College. We went there and it was another matchup with UMass. They lost the 2018 one, but they won the 2022 one. So two games there, both versus UMass. You get the, you're talking about the Northeast football rivalry. These guys are old foes going back decades and it was cool to watch them uh, twice play uh, at the ring. Yeah. And I see they're ending the season again this year. This is what we like rivalry week, regional game. And they went out and got Don Brown. He's got some winning to do, but I think they made the right hire. He's back at UMass. Jim Mora resurrecting the Yukon program. Sign me up for it, folks. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show, man. And folks, give him a follow. You will not be disappointed. Once again, at CFB Campus Tour on Twitter. Thanks again for hopping on the show, Michael. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, Colby. Anytime, man. Take care. Getting twisted at the ranch. That's what I need to do. Shout out to uh shout out to longtime fan Dave. Uh, I know and he's always invited me to get, to go up there and tailgate. And I need to, I need to go see coach hang out and support UConn football folks. I honestly think get in on this. Now this program's only heading up basketball programs, win a national championships. The baseball program is doing damn good. So let's go. UConn's headed in the right fucking direction. Subscribe to the college football experience. Folks, give us a follow on Twitter at T uh, TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Also, uh, make sure you uh, check out all of our podcasts. I host the college basketball experience every single night of the season. Uh, even though I was reluctant to believe that Danny Hurley was going to make that type of run, I did eat shit on that. But what a great season from the Yukon Huskies. Uh, and they, they have just a very promising future there, too. Subscribe to the college basketball experience, the college football experience. Look, FCS college football. Yeah, Harvard, Yale. You know all, everything. Uh, you got the uh, Rhode Island Rams playing good ball. Bryant, the Bulldogs. 
You get it at Mary Mac is good. All right, check it all out. Holy Cross is fucking loaded. FCS college football experience. I host that as well. College baseball experience. UConn baseball is good. All right, check it out. And also, we have now the Big 12 experience. You never know. Maybe UConn will be in there. Who knows? Uh, Realignment's always batshit crazy. So uh, check out all of those podcasts, please. If you can, hop out or hop over to iTunes. Give us a five star review. We'd certainly appreciate it. And uh, we come together. All those podcasts come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend. I can't wait for the season to start. UConn's going to be must watch each and every night or each and every week, I should say. All right, folks, until next time, this is the college football experience. UConn Husky style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot.